Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Elk Shape Podcast. Dan the Fittest Man, what's up, guys? Today, sitting down with the BlackOvis.com squad. They were at my house. We were shooting some content. They're out of Salt Lake City. We're talking about Marcus Smith and Bridger. These guys are the marketing heads at Black Ovis. They obviously work for do some crispy boot stuff as well. Two of my favorite dudes in the industry. We're going to sit down and have a real authentic conversation. Should be a good episode. Definitely going to talk about gear. These guys are gear heads. You're going to learn something for sure. Without further ado, this is the Black Ovis squad you're listening to the Oakshade podcast Oakshade podcast dan the fitness man we're hanging out in spokompton bridger bingham marcus smith you guys are from utah <laughs> clearly <laughs> yeah. good old utah boys yeah. you guys are from black ovis you are here in spokompton hq making content for black ovis for two days about two days yep yep, yep. first time to spokane first time yep. in spokane yeah yep. really yeah it's beautiful it's uh close to canada I don't give Spokane a lot of credit. You know what I mean? I like downplay it. I don't. I don't want to like get people hyped up and over here. But uh, I like Washington. I don't love Washington. I like Washington. I don't like the politics. I don't like. It gets a little hairy over here. It gets a little per- like we had our own entity take over. Do you guys remember that? Did you I hear do about that? that. Yeah. Not, okay. So <laughs> we'll, we'll, let's just not even get into that. But you guys came up to make some content for Black Ovis. We're making basically YouTube videos for your channel. Yep. 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 Tell us the name. The channel is Black Ovis. Yep. Black, Black Ovis. Ovis. Yep. What's your cadence of videos? How often do you put up? Um, two to three a week. Oh. Yep. Yep. Snap. That's it's, a lot of work. It's pretty yeah. regular. Yep. All right. Well, you guys mainly covering gear, things in the store? Yep. That's probably 90% of it's just talking about gear that we like and gear we've used and yep. talking to experts and stuff like that. And we've got about, what, 60 videos in the cooker? Yeah, <laughs> we're definitely backed up after going up to Bozeman and then coming here. And then before that, we were at the ATA show. So so if you know how to use editing software, Adobe Premiere. Yep. Do you guys use DaVinci or Final Cut or? Adobe, yep. If you're Premier. fairly familiar with Adobe, you could potentially get yourself a nice little job with Black Elvis. Yep. 
Yep, send in your resumes. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Noted. Noted. That's awesome. So you guys build content for the for the YouTube channel. That's not all you do, but that's one of your things, and that's what we've been doing. So we've made a few videos, quite a few actually. You yeah. <laughs> probably have 70 in the hopper yeah. now. Um, what's, what, why, why come over here and film? Like, what, what are we trying to get out of this deal? Well, first off, thanks for having us. We love being here. It's good spending time with you and your family. Got some sweet kids, spunky kids. Spunky. <laughs> um, really, we wanted to come up and spend some time with you and create some content that shows our connection with you why we've decided to partner with Elk Shape. There's a lot of cool things going on, and we tried to hit some video topics and explain that a bit, but that's really it. We want to show people, hey, we care about Elk Shape, and we want to show them why we partner. It's been cool to work with you guys. You definitely really helped out Elk Shape camps. Like, you stepped up big time this year and last year, the swag bags. Obviously, I mean, that's good for you guys, but it's good for me. To, I love being able to give these campers, like, a whole bag of goodies. It makes me feel good. I don't know why, but I just like to, hey, I didn't advertise this. I didn't promise you this, but here's a swag bag chock full of goodies. And it's been cool. I actually had a few bags left over from camp. I'm not going to keep that stuff. So I'm just like putting in some elk shape orders uh, as a surprise. But it's fun to give, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and it's fun to work with you guys. The reason why I work with you guys is you have like the everything under the sun under one roof. Really convenient to not have to like buy only this and this from this website, get a tracking number, get a confirmation order, turn around, go to another website. They only have this or something's out of stock. I don't know. It's just one-stop shopping. And then you can also build points. Tell me about your loyalty point system with your website. I think that's important. It's a pretty cool system. We spent a lot of time and we were really intentional when we were creating it. It's not like one of those loyalty systems where you buy something for $100 and you get 40,000 points and that 40,000 points equals... 20 cents <laughs> it actually you're getting some money Sounds back. like an airline mile yeah, yeah, it's, thing, yeah. <laughs> it's not one of those systems it's really cool you're you're getting a lot back and we've done that because we care about the consumer we care about you guys because you're hunters we want you to be able to go out and hunt and get the gear that you need so when you do purchase with us if, if you have an account you need to create one um, you're able to gain points and put that towards your next gear purchase as hunters, I don't think that list ever goes away. It does not. I'm here to tell you. No, that's really cool. I mean, working with, and you guys work with Kendall, Kendall Card. Yep. Uh, that's that's my main contact at Black Always. That's who I've always uh, dealt with, I've known. Kind of Just kind of like the hell out of him. He's a good dude. Kendall's sure, straight up yep. good dude. So Kendall's vision for this, and then obviously I work with you guys on Crispy side of things as well. So we can kind of wear two hats on this podcast. We'll come back to Black Ovis in a second because it is coming up where you the busy season is not that far out but i'm campaigning and have been since the start of this year to get your gear before the rush would you guys say that most of your set like a large large amount of your sales is q3 or q2 into q2 yeah i would say definitely q3 you know to, but we've seen that the last couple of years where it has started to shift forward where people are starting to get gear earlier they need to yeah i think they're i think and it's people like you kind of warning people ahead yeah. of time and and, and so with supply chain issues yeah. too that's the I biggest mean, one a couple of years ago it used to be oh yeah q3 is our busy season now the busy season is every season yeah i mean the busy season or the difficult part is getting product yep and we're able to do that we do a really good job at acquiring and curating awesome products 
but our busy season is all the time now. Mm-hmm. And then uh, once you get, you know, supply chain's one thing, inflation's another. Mm-hmm. Prices could go up. They are straight up, like, yeah. yep. and your money in your bank account, the value of it is going down. So if you are, if there's some must-have items for 2022, please don't wait. That'll also give you an opportunity to utilize it, test it, tinker, vet it, whatever. It just makes sense. So that's good to kind of cover that. And then obviously I have a discount code with Black Ovis that we've done for a couple of years now. And I think guys really dig it because it just is just enough to make it a little sweeter. If you have some reward points, if you have maybe a gift card or whatever, and you just add a little 10% off, it really helps. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. It kind of sweetens the deal a little bit. I sure certainly appreciate it. And uh, I know you guys do as well. Yeah. One thing that I, I think I'd like to know is what I love about Black Ovis is the option for free shipping too, which definitely sweetens that pot in a little bit when you're not paying on chip you're not paying shipping on top of everything already plus you get it people pay point. for shipping otherwhere yeah at other yeah. places <laughs> you'd be surprised <laughs> for real yeah. oh yeah. yeah yeah i guess i've always overlooked that. i mean i always say fast and free shipping uh-huh. i say it fast i don't know if everyone like maybe but it's kind of nice to not have to pay for shipping shipping's right. expensive it yeah. is i ship stuff at elkshape.com all the time oh. and those rates go up it seems like quarterly mm-hmm. and it's not usps ups fedex they're all really expensive to get parcels and a lot of your guys' stuff is always in a box Mm -hmm. it's nice to get that fast and free you know what i mean it's it it makes it worth your while right uh what's your guys' top seller when it comes to archery things in 2021 oh that's and this could be an ish i mean i don't expect you i mean all arrows that's I think that's been a battle. All Trying arrows. To keep arrows in stock, and I mean, you guys have yeah. arrow ID. Arrow ID, yeah. People, what are what is arrow ID? I've promoted it a little bit here and there. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, so we call it our arrow ID custom builder. Yep. Um, it's awesome. You can jump on there. We have six or six or seven brands on there. Mm-hmm. Basically, all the top brands. You can choose your and arrow. all their yep. different offerings yep. under the brand, i.e., yep. every single model, everything of arrow. model yeah. under Easton yep. or yep. Victory. Got mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you jump on there. It's similar to like Nike ID. If if anybody's ever used that, jump on there. Pick your arrow. You can pick your vein. You can as you're designing your arrow, it's actually it's actually loading on the screen, so you can actually visually see it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can pick everything from wrap, helical, um, you know, cut length, all that kind of stuff. Different. Yeah. Different knocks, bushings, mm-hmm. knock pins. Yeah. Yep. Uh, collars. Yeah. Do you guys have? Is there different collars that you can put on there? So there's a few things that we're working on. We're we're at, we're always expanding Arrow ID because, as you know, people love it's to a tinker. Deep rabbit hole, man. Yeah. Everyone's always thinking of a new setup they want, but we have a lot of options on there right now, and we plan on increasing it. Like like Bridger said, we've got veins, wraps, cut length, helical, offset. I mean. It's knock, it, yeah. Yeah, it, there's a lot of options, but we are expanding it. That's yeah. good. Yeah, and it gets shipped right to your door, and quality's the quality's there, and it is ready to shoot. Well, that's cool. Uh, the other couple things that we should probably talk about is like, what's the most common boat bought on Black <laughs> Ovis? I know you guys, Crispy, and carry other brands as well, but like, what boot can you not keep in stock? Laponia. The crispy Laponia is probably that boot this year, and it's kind of that's a cheap boot, man. When yeah. it comes to actual, that's not a five or six hundred dollar boot. Yeah, I think two or yeah, two seventy somewhere yeah, there, right around there. Yeah, that's like a two for one type thing for me. That's like, okay, I want two Laponias because I do. I don't like having like one of any model because like Colorado's, I need another pair. Like I want to wear one pair and flip flop 
makes them last longer. I don't know. I'm weird. Uh, I just like having multiples. Laponia's a great stocking boot. It doesn't have a lot of support. It's got a lot of flex. What's the rating on it for it's your? It's a two. It's a two. Yeah. But can you take a two in sheep and mountain goat country? I, I th with like when it comes to gear, you know, everybody's different. But I think, you know, that that might be a little bit of a stretch for most. Right. But uh, there's guys that do it. I mean, there's guys that only rock that boot in it, and they love it. But the funny thing is, the guys that have been rocking that boot that really made it blow up are in the gnarliest terrain and circumstances you can think of. I mean, it, it shocked all of us because we were like, hey, the Laponia, not a lot of ankle support, a flex two rating, and these guys are literally sheep hunting with it. BlackOvis.com is where I buy all my gear. I use the discount code ELKSHAPE. It takes 10% off. Very few exclusions apply. Shipping is fast and free. They're already great prices. And when it comes to getting your gear in your hands early 2022, it's never been more important. Number one, supply chain issues. Number two, inflation. Don't wait. Your prices could go up on everything. And number three, get the gear in your hand. Test it and vet it before the season. Black Ovis offers clothing, footwear, optics, gear, archery, camping, several different brands, lots of SKUs. We've partnered with them because because we believe in them. Use a discount code ElkShape, save 10%. TheElkCollective.com is a website that I started with John Gabriel several years ago. We wanted to create a digital, virtual, educational learning platform where you could watch videos and learn how to elk hunt. Learn specific tactics from several different subject matter experts who hunt in different states. If you're an elk hunter, you've signed up for being a student for life. So join The Elk Collective and get going. Use the discount code ElkShape Podcast, all one word, and save 20% on your annual membership. Numa Outdoors, I partnered with them over over a year ago, I switched from Sika Gear to Numa Gear. This brand believed in Elk Shape, and I believed in them. I tested their gear before partnering with them, and I was really impressed. Numa has an entire line dedicated to Out West, and here's your lineup if you're in the market. Get yourself the Base Haven Base Layers, the Pursuit Pant with the knee pad that is removable. These are breathable, athletic, good four-way stretch pants that will help you maneuver and be athletic in the mountains. For a top layer, I recommend a Renegade short sleeve, long sleeve, or quarter zip with a mid-layer Alpha Vert jacket or vest and always have a palisade puppy in your pack to wait out storms use the discount code elkshape20 to save 20 percent off your first purchase from numa outdoors faru international this is the best backpack on the market in my opinion first things first get yourself the duplex light frame then you can attach any bag that you want. I have several bags in my arsenal, but my top three are going to be the hoodlum. The hoodlum is I'm going to use for anywhere from a five to seven day hunt. I can pack out an elk with it easily and I can organize my gear. The next pack of choice is going to be the 22 mag, a little bit smaller than the hoodlum. This is more of like a two or three day effort. Perfect for the elk hunt, perfect for the elk mountains, perfect for getting around and keeping your gear organized. Last but not least is the new Hellbender. This is the Striker XL on steroids. This is a pack that I'm going to be using exclusively in 2022 elk hunts. All three bags fit on my duplex light frame and with Kifaro you can customize your setup with accessories. I generally run on my right hip the water bottle pocket gen 2 for my Nalgene, a small or medium belt pouch and generally a small medium large pocket somewhere on the bag. You can also backfill with a Sherman pocket or guide lid and inside my bag I organize all my gear with Kifaro ultralight pullouts. When it comes to sizing your frame, the belt, the straps, they have great customer service. Just pick up the phone, give them a shout, tell them Elk Shape sent you, talk to their customer service representative, get the exact size you need, buy one cry once and enjoy the best hunting backpack on the market yeah and I, when i've worn it like i i didn't really start it based on the rating alone and kendall kind of broke things down for me because uh, you know i came from kinetrek for a long time so um when kendall mentioned 
me trying crispy a couple years ago, I was like, make sure you put a return label in there, man. Like, I'm just going to try them out and I'm going to give them back to you when I'm done. And then I remember calling and being like, hey, about that return label. Yeah, I'm not giving anything back to you. <laughs> um, but the I thought the Thors would actually be like the ones I'd go to the most. They're pretty stiff, pretty technical boot, like side heels. I have small ankles. All right, so the Laponia for me was not like really on my radar. Thors were – I didn't really like Thors. I wore them around the house a little bit. My feet felt uncomfortable. They just – they weren't jiving with me. And then I kind of – I fell into the guides. The guides worked out really well, high ankle support, but pretty warm. Pretty warm. And they're non-insulated, and they're still pretty warm. Then I moved into the brick stalls. Really like the brick stalls. Then the Colorados. Really like the Colorados. Like, those are both, like, my jam. And then finally, the Laponias, I ended up busting them out a little bit for antelope. And then I just kept wearing them and wearing them. And I think I just wore them on an Audad hunt recently. I wore them on a, in my Arizona hunt the whole time. I feel like I have... This is the wrong word, but it should make sense. I feel like I have more dexterity in my feet for every little step I take. I can feel any pebble, any stick. I feel like I can get glued on to rock. So they're just a really good stocking boot for me. I feel sneakier with them on. Yeah, and you know, what's cool about Crispy is that they don't have just four boots in their lineup. They've got countless boots. So what's They're new, man? Let's hear about what's new. All right, the new boots. We've got the Altitude, the Laponia 2.0. We've got the Colorado, the updated version. The updated version of the Summit as well. And the Women's Summit has an updated version. Am I missing any, Bridger? Nope, I think that's all. The Summit? Talk to me. The Summit's a cool boot. And I found that that boot fits generally every single person that tries it on. I mean, like with the Brickstall, you're getting a really technical fit. I love that boot, yeah. but it doesn't work for everyone. But that Summit, it fits just about everyone. It's a great lightweight. It's got EVA foam midsole, so you're going to cut down on weight instead of having polyurethane. Um, <clears throat> and it's got great ankle support. It breathes really well. It's full synthetic, and you can take that just about anywhere. Yep. I'm excited about that one. It's a three-flex, too. For people that are hesitant about the Laponia that's a two-flex, it's still kind of that middle ground if they're wanting a lighter boot that they can still get some ground fill, but it's not going to be overdone. And the update on that this year is the polyurethane material on the outside. So they had Cordura previously, but they introduced a new polyurethane material that's more abrasion resistant. So it's just tougher. It's tougher, a bit more breathable. So it is more breathable. And they did the same thing to the Laponias. There's more PU on there. There's a PU upper. Upper. Which is going to add a lot of ankle support, okay. really. Yep. It's also lighter than like that. Mm -hmm. that uh, Cordura. Cordura, yep. Okay. What did they do to the Colorados? Because the Colorados, in my mind, were possibly perfect, if there was ever a word for a boot. Like, what could you have done better to that? You and I are on the same page with the Colorado. I okay. go back and forth between the Colorado and the Brickstall. Yeah. The updates on the Colorado is the same thing. The PU material on the outside. So Fit fill will be the same. That's yep. it. Yep. Everything else is about the same. Talk about the crossovers. No one ever talked about the crossovers. Crossovers are pretty cool. I actually just started wearing those this year. Those are kind of my daily drivers. They're nice. They're comfy. They've got good support. And, I mean, you see them and you're like, hey, that's an average shoe. But then you start wearing them and you're like, hey, I could actually do stuff in this. I can work out in this. And it's full Gore-Tex. Pretty cool setup. Yeah, definitely. So you guys did some upgrading. You also sold a lot of stuff 
because you were upgrading. So like the the Laponias, the Colorados, et cetera, the summits. Did you clearance all are all those gone? For the most part, for yeah. For the most part, yeah. Okay. I figured by now yeah. if you didn't jump on that. Yeah, rumor has it there's one more run of original Laponias coming. <laughs> so uh if you if you want to set if I you would, are not on that back in stock list yeah. and you want some, you might want to sign you up. You might yeah. want to sign up. Be ready to. And that's cool about it. your guys' website at Black Ovis is you can totally get like if something's out of stock, you just ping your email and then you're gonna be notified and then it's off to the races. Yep. You go to the product, you put in the size or color that you want, and then right below it you can say notify me when this is in stock. Put in your email and you get an email right away. But you better make sure you jump on it for those Laponias. The nice thing about you guys working for Black Obus is you are exposed to a lot of brands. And so it's it's important that you guys aren't biased at all because you carry, you know, even Krispies, you guys still know Kinetrex. You still know Hanvog. I think I'm saying that right. Yep, you are. Um, and all the other brands. But when it comes to a sleeping bag, you guys have several different SKUs. Which one would you say, and I want you guys to have different answers, but which one's going to make the most sense for the average listener of an elk-shaped podcast? That's a guy who, that's a guy or a gal who wants to sleep on the mountain. Could be a spike camp, could be a baby camp, could just be in the back of their truck, could be in a camper, could never see the daylight, could see be backpack time. But then he's like an all-around 10, 20, zero-degree bag, kind of light, good fill, going to last. What brand comes to mind? Um, I mean, but you can't go wrong with anything big Agnes. I mean, they make a great product. Um, they have like a, is it a three in one? Yep. They, they just came yep. out with for somebody that's kind of wanting something versatile. I personally like, uh, like my King summit bag. It's, uh, I mean, it's a great price point. They have a 20 degree and a zero degree. And for me, I'm mostly, I'm mostly, uh, have a spike camp going from, Going from there every day. I'm not normally backpacking in. So for me, it's it's good for that couple times a year that I do need to go put the bag in my backpack and actually go up and spend an overnighter. And it's good quality, great price. Yeah, it is. I've got a few answers for you, actually. Bring them. Nemo makes a really cool sleeping bag system. They've got some thermal baffling in there. Pretty cool technology to take a... A, a certain degree sleeping bag and take it down even farther. Oh. Um, so it's really versatile. I love that about Nemo. Um, the other two that come to mind is the the Stone Glacier Chilkoot, the 15-degree bag. I think it's an awesome bag. I think it can work for a lot of people. Been eyeing that one. Honestly, that's ever yep. since it came out, that's cool. And then I love the Aerolite technology that Sika has come out with recently. I know a lot of people are skeptical about that sleeping bag. but Is it I, a sleeping bag outfit? <laughs> Am I thinking about something different? <laughs> You're thinking snuggie. about the right one. Some people call the Sika Snuggy. <laughs> snuggy, okay. But uh, it is the Sika Aerolite bag, 30-degree bag, but that technology in it I think is really awesome, really in intuitive. Okay. Yep. You have the ability to unzip your arms out of it. You, you can unzip your legs out of it and pin it up so you could actually walk out of the tent with it whether when you're getting ready, making breakfast, or some people even take it out glassing with them. Yeah, when we were talking about things you can use for more than one thing earlier, I mean. Have you guys used it in the field yet? I have not. Okay, uh, that would be yeah. cool once you do yep. to kind of see what you think. But it all kind of makes sense. Good options. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to throw one in there. Do you guys carry Western Mountaineering? Yep, we do. Yeah, they have some really good stuff in there. They do. Uh, do you carry Climate? Yep. Climate, yeah, yep. we do. Okay. There's a couple other brands that I've seen. And I actually have a couple 
bags from both those. I really like those. Shelters. Kind of like your, let's say, spike campy, bivvy-ish. Definitely not a Cabela's wall tent with, you know, T-bone steaks in the cooler. But like a shelter to take in the backcountry. Any, anything come to mind? Big Agnes, what are you guys thinking? There's a few. I mean, Hilleberg, they obviously yeah. make some shelters. Um, you guys carry those? Yep. Okay. Yep, Very we do. Um, I also think of Stone Glacier again. They make some shelters that are pretty cool. Really? Yep. Yeah. I I I really like my King's tent also. They have a it's called the King's Summit also and it it So I you have a King's like King's Outdoor like what's the name of the brand? Just King's Camo. King's Camo makes a bag called the Summit and a tent called the Summit. Yeah. Okay, is it are they just pair nicely together or yeah. Okay, yep. that's cool. pair nicely. They're light, good quality, good price. That's the cool thing about Black Oak was like you guys have so many different SKUs. It's uh, almost that's why I have to talk about this stuff. I don't want people to get like you know, it could be convoluted for them and they could get really confused and you just kind of have to guide them a little bit into their, like their experience with the summit of, from the King's sleeping bag. Do you, do you guys know weights at all? Do you care about weights and ounces and that kind of stuff? I mean, on X hunt, this is the number one digital hunting application. I take it with me everywhere I go on my phone, download your maps ahead of time. And you know, differences between state BLM, national private, you know, where roads are at terrain features. You can do all your e-scouting from a desktop via the desktop version and have all those waypoints and information transferred to your phone, having a tremendous amount of confidence that it's not going to crash in the backcountry when you need it most. And that you are legally hunting where you're allowed. The elite membership will allow you to get free access to hunt reminder. This is a great app that will notify you when draw deadlines are approaching so that you never miss a deadline. You also get access to Top Rut, which has arguably the best draw odds in the business. And if that wasn't enough, you also get access to Hunt in Full, their digital publication with each state breakdown and analysis so you can plan your hunts ahead of time. All this for $99 plus when you enter the discount code Elkshade, it'll take 20% off. Wilderness Athlete. This is a supplement company, not a marketing company. The difference being these guys spend their dollars reinvesting into product development. And I have been partnered with them for a very long time. They just came out with their new hero, which is Hydrate Energy recharge and overcome all you have to do is add water make sure you pick up a couple boxes of those for elk hunting season as well as hydrate recover energy and focus the green infusion daily multis fish oils probiotics protein powder post-workout pre-workout whatever you need whatever the goal wildernessathlete.com enter the discount code elkshape30 to save 30 percent off your first purchase vacu e-bike elite fat tire e-bikes to help elevate your game i use the mule people ask me why do i not use the storm because i hunt out west and i need the extra wattage to get up steep terrain find a dealer near you by heading to vacu.com for a quick little demo ride to see for yourself or get yourself a backcountry e-bike, a trailer, an extra battery. Use a discount code ELKSHAPE to save $300 off your purchase and utilize these e-bikes when you're chasing turkeys, bear, deer, elk, any sort of trail, logging road, where legal, they are an awesome resource for you to get in and get out quietly. And if you have a trailer, hopefully you're hauling precious elk meat back to the truck. Black Rifle Coffee Company, I am a huge fan of coffee probably guilty of maybe drinking too much, but I love Black Rifle. It's my alternative to Starbucks. These folks at Black Rifle are pro hunting, pro 2A, veteran owned. I can tell you right now, you guys should check out the coffee club. Join the club and you're going to get free shipping on your club orders. Automatic deliveries on your schedule so you can program it for when coffee should arrive at your doorstep. You'll get exclusive discounts from over 50 plus partner brands and you can always tweak, tinker, or modify your subscription at any time to suit your fancy. My favorite all time is the Flying Elk. That should be no surprise. Black Rifle is a huge partner of Elk Shape. They support our message of crushing the elk hunting learning curve and leveraging elk hunting. Check out Black Rifle Coffee Club of the Month. Enter the discount code ELKSHAPE. Save 15% off and enjoy America-driven coffee from a veteran-owned company. Personally, for the type of hunting I do, most of the time I don't care about it. Um, because I'm, yeah, just the type of hunting I do, it doesn't affect me as much as it's going to affect the backcountry hunter that's going out for a, like an expedition hunt. If I were to go on a hunt like that, yes, I would start to care. Okay. Do you guys think that with the upcoming 
you know, changes in seasons and stuff like that. Like we have spring. We're in the middle of spring right now. It's going to wind down. You got that early summer. Kind of got your gear. Your, you know which tags you have. And then you kind of move into like some people are hunting, but most people are on the sidelines waiting, chomping at the bits. And then it's go time. It's like mid-August to September. And by September, the country – is hunting. People are mostly hunting in all in every state out west and most states across the east and midwest. With that's a long segue, but I want to know where do the majority of your customers come from? All over. We try to carry a really cool a vast selection of gear. Really. I mean we carry everything that you're gonna use whitetail hunting to what you're gonna use sheep hunting in Alaska. So I mean a lot of our a lot of our customers are out east, Midwest out in Utah where we are, and over here, Pacific Northwest. So you guys aren't just a mountain-specific company. Let's talk about whitetails then because um, I don't talk about whitetails enough on this podcast, and I will certainly take the opportunity. Have either of one of you logged time in a tree stand? This last year I had the opportunity to go with Kendall, um, do a little bit of filming and stuff like that. So that was that's my the, the depth of my experience <laughs> there. But did, you, did he go to Midwest? Yep, we okay. were in Kentucky. Kentucky, okay, yes. I have talked to him. He's got cameras that send pictures to him yeah. from Kentucky. Yeah. Okay. Well, what did you think? I mean, it was awesome. It, a ton of deer. It's definitely different. You know what I mean? It's It was November. So they it was, to us, sitting sitting in a tree stand in November, I mean, it, it felt cold. It felt, because typically we're, move, we're moving. On the move. yeah, yeah, we're moving. You might glass for a few hours, but, like, you're getting up, not sitting there all morning. But, I mean, it was just a cool experience to see a lot of deer see a whole different world of hunting i mean the tactics are different um it was just cool and a lot of it's relatable back to us when it comes to early season elk hunting so when you're in my man cave how many uh bull elk mounts did you see in my man cave downstairs zero how many whitetail mounts uh at least five yeah (laughs) i i like whitetail hunting man Uh, from a tree stand it makes sense i mean that's how i got my start bow hunting so i like it it's just a different level of adrenaline. It's just a different yeah. experience. I get way more jacked when a whitetail comes in and I've been sitting for hours on end and I'm cold. And then all of a sudden that switch gets flipped and you got to like, yeah, you have a window and that's it. I, I literally get so much more adrenaline whitetail hunting than anything. Yeah. Did you have that experience? Yeah, you definitely, you definitely go from, I mean, maybe being a hair board and you're, you have so much time to think about it and into it and to anticipate something happening and you're sitting there dreaming about it and then it does happen and it just yeah like you said spikes i'm into saddles man like i have i'm advertising right now i'm i got a couple spots in idaho in montana that would really pair nicely with a guy who knew what he was doing with the saddle and like an ultralight platform um paying attention to the wind not spending all day there but just getting key times and killing elk in these pinch points because they are predictably predictable in the way that they move. And as long as they don't get boogered, a guy could get a shot. And I think that would be really cool. I like shooting elk when they're not, when they don't know anything's there. They're not like, you're not calling them in. They're not like on edge, ready to fight or breed or whatever. Like they're just feeding or they're just cruising along and you shoot them, man. It is, it is cool. Yeah. I've, I've really wanted to get into saddle hunting too here, especially on the Utah, the extended unit. I think it'd be sweet to whip up after work and and get up in a in a lightweight system, just hop up in a tree and see what you can do in a couple hours. I think it'd be really rad. We carry we carry the Hawk saddles 
and we're bringing on another brand right now too. Okay, so there'll be more options. Yep. yep. I don't know a lot about saddles, so I couldn't tell you what a good brand. Hawk ba- makes a really good saddle. Hawk makes a good. Do. I just know it, I want to be able to like have that option as a packable light option that I can throw in my yep. pack and go out west. I have a couple places for whitetails, man, around here where I hunt, and there's mostly whitetails here. I, I mean, I knock on doors. I hunt public mountain buck spots, and dude, I just set up big old comfortable tree stands because that's all day sits and we don't have a lot of daylight here in november it's like dark to dark sits is are not that long so you know you get into the stand at about six in the morning get starting light about 6 40 6 45 by 7 a.m it's light and by 4 30 it's dark it's not a long sit it's late november our deer rut pretty late around here compared to like the midwest where historically everybody by about halloween He's got their rutcation booked. They're not at work. They're in a tree, you know. So what about ground blinds? Do you guys use much ground blinds? I haven't. I haven't really yeah. put ground blinds to use. Um, a couple of guys at work have, though. Okay. Um, a couple Mostly of the buyers. Yeah. yeah. And they, we have a really cool selection of ground blinds, too. Again, I haven't put them to use yet. Okay. But uh, Do you know I've, any lines that you're carrying? Yep. Muddy. Muddy's a big one. Oh, okay. Uh, we just brought on uh, Rigum Wright. That's right. Yeah, they make a really cool one. It's they actually uh, partnered with Sitka, and uh, they have a couple blinds in their pattern. They have a kind of a two-panel uh, mini blind, you could call it, I guess. It is you, really cool. You, yeah, something if you're kind of a run and gun hunter, whether that be turkey or you know maybe early season elk or whatever, you can you could you could pack that thing around everywhere you go, pop it up. You have a two-panel. Yep. Blind kind of. It's light enough and small enough that you could just put that on your back, go set up in a sweet little pinch point or a saddle. That makes a lot of sense. I I wanted to test it out turkey hunting this spring. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Definitely on turkeys. They can't smell, right? Nope. Can turkeys smell? I don't think so. Nope. No, they can't. For those who say it's just like elk hunting, (laughs) it's not. (laughs) Uh, There's a ground blinds. I like ground blinds for a couple reasons. One, I I usually like put all the flaps out put dirt over them, clear all the underbrush inside of it out. I don't have all the windows open. I have one, maybe two window, just barely cracked. I'm sitting at the very back. I'm wearing all dark clothes. I got face paint on and it contains your scent pretty well, to be honest with you. So that's a huge advantage. And you're usually using blinds when you're sitting water, right? Oh, definitely. Like I always laugh when I go Southwest and I see all these water holes and these guys make these brush blinds. And I know they work. I do. I've seen, I'm, I'm sure. But to me, it doesn't make sense when you could just kick those few sticks out of the way and throw an actual pop-up blind and do what I just said and really contain your scent because all it takes is one little swirl. You're in trouble. And I'm not saying a ground blind is going to like prevent all your scent, but I definitely would be willing to put my neck out there and say, it's going to make your profile a lot less, 100%. So if you ever hunt Arizona, Nevada, New Mexico, any good water hole, you'll look around, make sure that someone's not in a brush blind. In a brush, they don't, what's up with y'all? Why don't you guys just bring a ground blind in there and use a ground blind? They like make little brush blinds and I'm, I'm seeing some good ones, but I've seen a lot of bad ones. So just try to imagine that. Yeah. I killed my bull in um, Arizona last year and I, there was a brush blind there uh, and it was so bad. I mean, it was like terrible and it was about seven yards from the water. I don't even know how you could get your bow pulled back. So I put mine about, I think I got 20 yards away. That's as far as I could go. It was a weird spot. That's as, 
It wasn't wide open. I had just barely cracked enough window for my sight picture and my arrow to get out. And then I cracked one more window for just a long lens, like a 7200 to get out and get the Elcon camera. Everything else was closed. And then I spent a lot of time brushing it in. And I had, I had probably five or six human beings come check the water. They never saw me. And I didn't have a four-wheeler or anything hanging out there, so they didn't like – but it was brushed in. I mean, I was very stealthy, and I did get a bull out of there. And that's the first Solid. bull elk I've ever killed out of a blind. Oh, really? It was cool. I still want to kill one out of a tree, though. So I think that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. that's on my list. Yeah, blinds are a great opportunity just to see wildlife in, in their space. Whether I mean, whether you're hunting elk, we had a – I had the opportunity to go with Kendall last year in Montana, and we were in we were actually in elevated ground blinds. But uh, oh, that's pretty gangster. Yeah, yeah, we had tons of elk come in. We were able just to observe them. We also had a black bear come in. You're able just to study wildlife, something you wouldn't get to see if you were stomping through the woods. And you can also pull your bow back yep. undetected, uh-huh. which is kind of nice. Blinds get pretty dark inside there, so depending on the state rules it's nice if you can have a light on your site your bow mm-hmm. site like as far as just like they get pretty toasty too yeah. depending <laughs> on the time of the season they do yeah. <laughs> they do yeah blinds are cool what do you guys want to go hunting this year do you have any tags in your pocket that you're super stoked about are you like me do you just love trail cameras slightly addicted to them yeah guilty as charged i work with spy point they have several affordable trail cameras some are going to be cellular some are going to be non-cellular so the difference is being one the force pro non-cellular very affordable extremely reliable just under 200 dollars. or you can look up the link s that's the dark or the micro lte twin where you get a two-pack of cellulars they come with the sim cards so you don't need to pay out of pocket monthly to utilize your cellular trail cameras you can download the free app and get your 100 photos a month that you choose sell trail cameras are where it's at where legal and where you have at least two bars you're going to get extremely important real-time information and you don't have to go in and disturb your area get your sent the ground and bump any animals. I like trail cameras from a biological standpoint. I don't really depend on them to get animals killed, but I do depend on them to understand animal behavior, biology, animal densities, and see if I can focus on patterns where I can take advantage and know how to get in and get out of these places. So I am addicted to trail cams. I love the app. It's bulletproof from SpyPoint. So check out SpyPoint when you get a hot minute or next time you're in the market for a trail camera. If you're looking for cellular, I'm probably going to recommend the Link S Dark over all of them. But if you're on a budget, get the Link Micro Twin 2-pack where you have two cell phone trail cameras working for you under $200. Or if you just want to run normal trail cameras, check out the Force Pro. There's a couple different versions out there. I use the Force Pro or the Force 20 both are really sweet and then last but not least if you already have a trail camera and you want to turn it into a cell phone trail camera they have a product for you called the cell link 59.99 attaches to your existing trail camera you don't have to have a sim card and it will start sending you photos to your phone check out spypoint.com for more information vortex optics a partner of elk shape since 2010 veteran known based out of wisconsin the vip warranty itself that's transferable whether you buy your vortex optics used from a buddy or buy it retail from a store that vip warranty follows your product no questions asked you break it they fix it we're gonna give you guys a quick little tip being a handful of months away from elk season one thing you can do right now, and this tip is presented by Vortex, is that you can start writing on the calendar your hunt plan, the dates that you plan on leaving, so that your wife or your spouse knows what you're thinking ahead of time. Sounds silly, but I used to not communicate very well with my wife and then surprise her right at hunting season and then, hey, I'm going to be gone the entire month. Not anymore. Now, as soon as I draw a tag or have a hunt plan secured, I'm up on the calendar writing it down and going over with it. Even though she's probably gnashing her teeth a little bit at me, at least it gives her plenty of time to plan around and make sure that we are on the same page. Happy wife is a happy life and to hunt your best, things need to be dialed at home. This tip was brought to you by Vortex. Go to Vortex Wear and use the discount code Elkshape to save 20% on your workout scouting gear that Vortex Wear makes. Appreciate you guys' support. Matthews Archery out of Sparta, Wisconsin, rocking the V3X29 and 33. I think you guys know this by now, but I'm pretty much in love with that 29. It fits me like a glove. I like the 33. It's probably my favorite bow to shoot. But when we're talking about chasing elk in the elk woods, I'm going to pack that 29 around. Fits me a little bit better. I shoot it a little bit better. You should go test drive a V3X. I think it's their best product to date. And you can really streamline your setup by using the bridge lock to get the sight in the middle of the riser. You have the new low pro quivers that fit tighter than anything has ever fit to a bow. You can really streamline 
streamline your setup with the new technology from Matthews. Plus, they run the cross-centric cams, so you can easily switch out mods. You don't have to switch out limbs if you want to change your draw weight, your draw length, or your let-off. All that can be done without a press. Matthews Archery, killing it, and I love shooting my Matthews. I'm absolutely in love. You guys should go check it out at a dealer near you. Yeah, so I'm actually putting in for limited entry elk in Utah. Muzzle loader. How got many quite, points are you burning? Got quite a few, 15. Holy yeah. 15 years he's putting in for <laughs> yep, this year. 15. I'm all in. It's going to be awesome. I'm pretty excited. Draw odds are definitely in my favor, so we'll see what happens. You know, there's always flukes, but if it turns out to be this year, I'm going to be pretty excited. Got a cool team that'll go out and help me put one down, hopefully. That's awesome. How about yourself? Yeah, hopefully I'm going to be tagging along with Marcus oh, yeah. here and with the camera. And yeah, film that, please. Yeah, that'll <laughs> be awesome, but I uh, got an Idaho deer tag. Oh, you did? Yeah. Nice. So uh, excited for that, and then I'm also, I also just moved in Utah, and so I'm trying out a new unit for deer and going to put some work in there and try to see if we can find some. And then, of course, we're going to be hunting the extended unit. If you hunt in Utah, archery, and you don't fill your tag, this is where everyone goes because it's awesome. It's so tough. It's so competitive. But when that rut kicks in, man, it's fun. Really? It is a blast. You just see bucks coming out of the woodwork everywhere. Yeah. It's fun. Before work, after work. Oh, yeah. You, know, you and everybody. I mean, there was everybody. It's definitely an army out there. There was what, like two or three weeks where I was coming into work at 930. I'd cruise up super early, basically plan my hike out so that I could get to work on time, but go through country where I thought bucks were going to pop out. Yeah. Jogging down the trail, trying to to make it back for a meeting. I get it. it. No, that's cool. I'm glad you guys had that opportunity. It's super special. Utah's beautiful. Might be the most beautiful state. I, it's got a lot to offer. I'll tell you that much. It's amazing. It's yep, got yeah. a lot to offer. I, Alicia and I are huge fans of Utah. We think it's beautiful. We're vacationing this year, which is weird, but that's – we just think it's cool. Let's talk about – I have to end here. You've drawn and killed bison. Yep. Did you shoot it with a bow? Yep, shot it with a bow. Dude, you're a stud. <laughs> did you shoot it right off the road, or did you kill uh, it somewhere dumb? I, I killed it somewhere dumb. Yeah! <laughs> my, my dad's still a little mad at me. Hasn't forgave me, but – Yep, 2019, I was lucky enough to draw a uh, bison, Henry Bison, uh, with the archery tag. So Yeah, uh, we've all seen videos on the interwebs of guys doing that hunt, but I don't see a lot of guys doing it with their bow. Yeah, not a, not a ton of us. I mean, they and they've only introduced archery hunts the last few years, and so it's definitely a newer thing to go down there with a bow. But, yeah, it was a I – think, I think there's a little bit of a misconception with people and buffalo. I think, you know, they kind of think they're just wild cows, but uh, they're <laughs> definitely incredible animals, and it's it's some incredible terrain down there. I mean, it has a lot of, a lot of, di- you a lot were of texture You compared it. them when we were earlier in the day to a mountain goat. Yep. Just a lot larger of one. Yep, big mountain goat. And you stand behind that. Yep, yep. I, I watched them climb up cliffs, watched them climb up, yeah, sandy cliffs, and they just keep moving. They'll plow through anything. How much meat comes off a freaking bison, man? I mean, my mine was a cow, but I mean, it was probably three to four hundred pounds of meat. It's just holy—that's what I want. They're giant. I, I want guess. grass-fed buffalo meat. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> uh, the cool thing about me being a non-resident is I can put in for pretty much all your guys' yeah. limited entry hunts. I'm Whereas, waiting. I'm waiting for that to change so that residents can. You guys got to pick. I know it's so. Rough. Can you only put in for elk limited entry and then you're done? Well, you have so you have your once in a lifetime hunt. So your like oil tags: moose, sheep, goat, goat, bison. Right. And am I missing any? 
So you can only put in for one of those. Okay, you got to pick one of the four. Yep. And so then now you're down to three. Yep. Okay. Yep. And you haven't drawn any. Nope. And I've drawn goat in Utah. That's so right. we're cool. You have I know. Drawn. I'm on the outs right now. What are you going to put in for your oil tag? For what? What species for your oil tag? Are oh, you I've got moose. Yep. Moose. 15 moose points, man. It's probably going to be another decade until I draw that What's thing. What's the deal with your guys' draw? I can't remember. Is it preference at all? Is there yeah, any preference? Yes, yeah, it is preference. preference. Point. But you got a lot of people in front of you that just haven't drawn or haven't died yet? Yeah, yep. <laughs> and just point creep. It's rough. I mean, even if you have 20-plus points, I mean, you're in a pool with how many people? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Too many. No, I get it. I don't know how I drew that mountain goat tag, honestly. It was back in 14. I only had nine points. Oh, man. Yeah. There was two non-resident tags. I was one of them. That other non-resident was from my town, which oh, was weird. We've wild. never met before. That was a whole nother experience, but yeah, that was cool. Oil tags are hard to come by. I've drawn a once in a lifetime moose in Idaho. Wow. And that was a cool Were you hunt. able to harvest? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I shot that moose from about me to you, Bridger. That's awesome. Uh, it wasn't a big guy. He's like 42 inches. He wasn't big. I've seen bigger. But shooting a moose that close where like I felt like, man, is this arrow, like how much energy <laughs> do I need to shoot that f close? But it was cool. Yeah. He didn't go 20. It was a, it was a cool, they're delicious. How much meat did you get off that? I can't remember. So much though. I'm trying to think in 14. In 14, 14 might have been one of my best years ever as a hunter. I think I killed the mountain goat right out the gates in Utah. I Which know, is not an easy hunt. I know I killed a bull the very first day I got back from that hunt. I went to Idaho for my first day, killed a bull opening morning. The only reason I know that is because my nephew was with me. And I'm like, hey, let's get up. Let's go. And he's like, no, I guess I'm too tired from packing out the mountain goat. I'm like, dude, we're gonna, I'm going to get one this morning. He's like, no. Sure enough, killed a bull. Had to call him. And he was just like, oh, he had never seen me shoot one, you know. So I remember that. And then I killed another Idaho bull. I had two tags that year. And then I had that moose tag. So then I went to – and killed that moose. So we had a lot of meat. That's wild. But I gave away, I think, a little bit of elk meat, but I certainly didn't give a drop of moose meat away. <laughs> it was better than the elk meat. It might be the best, some of the best wild game meat I've ever had. Is that what you would say about the buffalo? Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's it's great. It, yeah. it's You know from shooting that moose, it's definitely interesting shooting something with a bow that after you fling an arrow, they kind of look at you like, should I – go take this guy out or should I take off? It's definitely kind of an interesting thing where. How about the walk up? Like for me, when I walked up on a moose for the first time, dead, I mean, I've never really done that before. My dad was with me. I kind of looked at him and was like, oh crap, what did we just do? Like what or what are we going to do about this giant horse that's laying on the ground? I couldn't imagine a bison. Yeah, yeah, especially being alone at the time. That's right, because you were solo. <laughs> I was solo. I, I, it took. I didn't, I didn't kill until day thirteen. So kind of my help kind of faded, out, faded away by then. Yeah, but everyone's enthusiasm yeah. deflated, but yours. Yeah, good they're, job. They're like, ah, he's not gonna kill. We might as well go home, go back <laughs> to work. But uh, I mean, yeah, you know, when you, there's so much anticipation, there's so much emotion during that hunt because you, you know, you know, you, you probably won't get to hunt this ever again. Right. And then after all those days and all the struggles and you you walk up on an animal like that and you're just filled with emotion and it's incredible. Buck Knives out of Post Falls, Idaho, my neighbor in 2020 
I completely buried a knife into my hand and it was not a fixed blade. It was one of those scalpel replaceable ones that break real easy. And I buried it so deep that I actually, the doctor recommended surgery, which I might've should have listened, but I didn't. Anyways, several stitches later in a week of elk hunting down the drain, I got my hand healed up. Since that day, I've vowed not to use scalpels anymore in the field. And so I've switched back to buck knives, tried and true since 1902, made in America, tremendous amount of history. They're also my everyday carry. So you should check out the new everyday carry 22 lineup from buck knives. They got the 110 slim pro TXR. That's probably my all time favorite for everyday carry. You can also check out the 110 Hunter Sport Knife or the 112 Ranger 50th Anniversary Edition. If you're looking for a Skinner, I would maybe consider the customizable 113 Ranger Skinner Knife. That's the knife that I customize for all my Elk Shape Camp, Spirit of Elk Shape Camp Awards, and that's the knife that we use to skin all my elk in 2021. If there's a knife out there that you need, they can customize it or you can peruse their website. Buck Knives is a huge supporter of Elk Shape. We appreciate them and we love being their neighbor. Please be careful when you're breaking down your animal and consider switching to a fixed blade just for me. Crispy USA, Crispy Boots, my favorite boots because they don't require any break-in, period. For stocking any animal out west, it's Laponia GTX. This is a very affordable boot. This is not a $500 boot. It's very athletic and it's a quiet boot and it's definitely something that could help you sneak in tighter to animals. So if you're a stalker, you might want to check out Laponia GTX. If you're looking for another affordable boot that's perfect for elk hunting, it's the Colorado GTX. I know cameraman Jake and myself, that's our both our favorite number one boot from Crispy. It's the one that gets the most use and two is one. I have two pairs because I like to switch out boots every day. The Colorados are not insulated, which is great for me to keep my feet from sweating. It has board lasting mechanical construction. It includes the ABSS ankle support system, which helps propel you forward. It's got a four flex rating. They're protected with Kevlar triple stitching, polyurethane coated and leather rand. The height is eight inches and one boot weighs under two pounds. They're super light, they're fast, they're very athletic to help you keep up with elk. The last thing I want to mention about boots is number one, all your hunting starts from the ground up. Choose wisely. Number two, consider putting sheep feet inside any pair of boots that you rock. Sheep feet are a full length custom orthotic built for your feet specifically. Use the discount code ELKSHAPE. It'll take 10% off your purchase. I run sheep feet in every piece of boot I wear. I obviously have several pairs of boots, but the sheep feet are always in there. I think they help me leak less energy every stride, every step. They keep my feet strong and durable. And the last thing I would want for any of you hunting is to have foot issues while trying to hunt. Hunt your best, include sheep feet on your must list for 2022. That's the stuff I like right there. That emotion, that feeling, bottle it up, friends. It's the premise of this podcast. It's all about delayed gratification. Did I want to shoot my bow today and work out? No, I'd probably rather just sit around, eat snacks and talk to you guys, make podcasts. But that feeling of when you walk up on that bull that you've been trying to kill all season and you did it, it's not, it's, it doesn't get old. Um, so that's cool that you said that feeling because I know that feeling, and I want more of it. Don't you? Yep. Oh, yeah. 100%. Let's finish with your guys' just tell our listeners your bow setup. I want to hear your bow setup, what arrow you're using, what broadhead, what you're thinking for elk this year, and then your Instagram where we can learn more about you guys. Start with Bridger. I'm shooting a Hoyt RX-5. Got a spot hog, Tommy hog sight on there. I'm shooting Easton long range, Axis long range. They're four millimeter. As far as broadhead goes, I really like that mini mag. It's actually what I shot the Buffalo with. It's, an, it's a four blade expandable. That's what I'll use this year also, chasing elk in Utah. But yeah, tight spot quiver. So do you hit system on that arrow? So I actually use the half out, but I put a hit in first and then use that half out to push it in just for the extra weight. Oh. Before I shot the Pierce Platinum from Gold Tip, and they actually, you can screw weights on. Yeah. And so I like just that. It's only like 20 grains, but I like just that little bit extra weight. Yeah, you know your front. sweet spot. Yeah. You know what the bow likes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Feed the bow what it likes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think my arrow's right around 470. I got a 30 inch draw, so it's, yeah. it's able to still cook pretty good. That's cooking. That's flat trajectory. Sir, oh, and what's your Instagram? It's Bridger Bingham, 44. 44, football? Yep. Linebacker? <laughs> yep. Okay. Bridger dot Bingham? Dash Bingham. Dash Bingham. Okay. I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, Marcus Smith, let's hear it. And you're friends with Tim Gillingham, so this setup better impress me. Yeah. Tim's the man, dude. Yeah, he is. He knows his stuff. Yeah. I'm actually fighting between two setups right now. 
So last year I shot a Hoyt RX-5, and this year I'm deciding between a Hoyt and going back to my Bowtech Revoltex. Both killer setups. Hamsky rest on both of them. I'm shooting the new Epsilon, which is a beast. You know, you've been shooting it. Let's see what else. I've got a, a Beast Stinger dovetail sidebar mount. So basically it hooks onto the front, but you've got a full bar running on the side. Yep. So counterweight, really. Yep. To the um, quiver. Yeah, 15 inch. I love those. They okay. do a stellar job shooting a gold tip, Pierce Tor, and an airstrike. Both gold tip. Love them. Both coming in at around 430 grains. Ooh, wait a second. That seems a little it's light. It's a light hey, arrow, man. Hey, that's, that seems like a toothpick. <laughs> Just joking, <laughs> it by is. the way. I am absolutely joking. What are you using for broadhead, you said? So I am, I'm going back and forth between a few right now, but okay. I love the Thorn broadheads. I think they fly extremely well. It's a mechanical two-blade, 2.2-inch cut diameter. Really stellar. I mean, it flies great. The wound channels are awesome. I mean huge entry and exit holes have you shot an elk with one of those yes actually three uh two three years ago on the front shot one it was great and then my mule dare last year i shot one with as well is that the broadhead i have in my quiver right now for turkeys it is okay i am really excited i like how it's like a plunger like as soon as it hits whatever you're trying to shoot it slams in and kicks out it's that rip tip rip tip is what they call yep. it it's it makes it makes sense if you're into expandals which i'm not but <laughs> it's a cool idea and i can't wait to see how what it does on a turkey if i ever go hunting you know turkey's open right now yeah i haven't had a, i just haven't made time well, the general it. opens up in utah in, in a week and a half let's go yep. boys come on down yeah go time. get some <laughs> i got turkey spot five minutes from here i just i should probably check my spy point app and make sure we haven't uh while we're recording yeah i got two Two photos. We'll see. They, they, my turkeys aren't cooperating this year, man. They usually start there and then they'll kind of take a break and then they'll just be there from mid-May. And I got to like put, this, you know, I only hunt them like if I'm not going bear hunting. It's kind of my deal. But well, we talked long enough. Marcus, what's your Instagram? M Smitty, three T's. M S M I T T T Y. That's it. Okay, got it. I'll put a link for both these homeboys. They work for Black Ovis. We've collaborated quite a bit. Please go check out their YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash Black Ovis, all one word. Yep. Hit return. Enjoy. You guys are very regular. Two to three video cadence a week. Lots of SKUs. Discount code Elkshape. Free shipping. Fast shipping. A points reward system. Lots of SKUs. Good people. Got my seal approval. Separations in the preparation, guys. We'll catch you on the next one. All right, friends. Hopefully you enjoyed that episode. And it was brought to you by, guess who? BlackOvis.com. Use the discount code ELKSHAPE. Take 10% off. We're talking fast, free shipping and a swath of different SKUs for different needs from arrows to tents to sleeping bags, pads, all your backcountry needs. Get it all in one spot and get your gear now so you can do a little testing, tinkering prior to season. We appreciate you guys. You have a lot of options when it comes to podcasts. Thanks for choosing ours. Remember, separation is in the preparation. We'll catch you on the next one.